everybody. Welcome to We Talk Photo, the f- podcast about all things photography and other things as well. I'm one of your hosts, John Peterson, and with me is my co-host, Jack Graham. Say hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Hi, hey. hi John. Very well done. So this is our third podcast in our series, and for this one we wanted to do something a little different. We wanted to um, have a little vent session. So Jack and I have a list of things that we kind of want to talk about that we've observed, and uh, everybody needs to sort of remember that this is kind of tongue-in-cheek. This is meant to be a little bit funny. So don't take us too seriously, because we sure don't. We don't? Well, most nope. of the time we don't. Sometimes These we are do. just some things that, you know, that um, I see a lot sometimes that I kind of don't understand. And I think a lot of you folks out there um, probably see the same things. And uh, and I, I bet that uh, these are going to be... Uh, Things that you've uh, also maybe have uh, gotten to the point that just enough is enough, you know. So, mm-hmm. hey. so anyhow, we, you know, I mean, we can. Why don't I take the first one? Yeah, I mean, these are not it. these are not in any any order of importance um, at all. Um, I don't know. How about how about when people walk up to you and they ask you? Uh, you know, and they look at one of your pictures and they go, man, what kind of camera do you have? Oh, that's a good one. Is that a good one? Yeah, it is. Or kind of related to that is when uh, when people see one of your pictures, let's say printed or on the web, and they say, you must have a nice camera because that takes really good pictures. Or an, ex- or an expensive lens. Yeah, expensive lens. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, how about, how about selfie sticks? Ooh. Don't you love them? Every self-respecting photographer needs a selfie stick. You should call them narcissism sticks. That's what they should call them. I tell you. Well, you know, where I see a lot of those is all those popular locations. It, you know, inevitably we end up in, in photo, often, you know, big locations for photography, lots of people around and. What inevitably happens to me is that people end up setting up in their shot. So it's other photographers that just walk in front of you, put down their tripods because they want their shot without consideration of of anybody that's behind them. Happens a lot. And, um, you know, what are you going to do? You just kind of, unless you want to be a, a real jerk about it, I normally just kind of wait and let them do what they're doing. But couple times it's prohibited uh, me from even trying to make the photograph. So. Oh, it has me uh, too. Um, there were some people throwing rocks and dirt clods at a photographer last year, which I don't I don't condone that, but I was amused was, by it. You're probably throwing them at me. <laughs> no. Here's one. Yeah. I, you know, I, I fly a lot, you know, and, you know, I try to get my uh, my – bag up in the overhead um, as early as I could get on board. And then, you know, people like, they'll move it to put their suitcases in and they'll just jam it around and, 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 and I don't know, it, it, maybe it shouldn't bother me, but it, 
bothering people move my bed. Well, agreed. Yeah, I really try hard not to have people move it. But what what pisses me off on that airport thing is roller bags and the size of roller bags that people are trying to take on these flights. That and even backpacks that belong up in the overhead. Because people bring these monstrous rollers, um, yep. they'll grab my backpack out. The stewardess will grab my backpack out and say, can you put this under your seat? And I'm like, no, that's where my feet go. That's not where my camera gear goes. You're, you're allowed to put one bag for sure in the overhead, assuming there's room. Uh, assuming you're not, you know, like in the, uh, you're not C-65 on your latest Southwest flight. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to put one there. You're supposed to put the smaller one under the seat, at all possible, which which I do, you know. Um, but they just move the bag around, and you know, just it just just irritates me. It gets annoying. Um, so here's here's know. one here's one for you. How about people that use fill flash when you're out shooting sunrise or sunset? I've had people do that out in the flower fields. That they'll or be they using- paint. They light paint, you know, without saying, I'm going to light paint, folks, in your mind. It's just, just common decency to ask uh, if anybody's trying to take a photograph that's, uh, they don't want light painting on a subject. Yeah, we just got to be courteous to those around us. Um, I see it way too often. You know, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know. There's just a lot of a lot of little things, you know. It's, how about it's, uh, uh, how about center posts? <laughs> uh, when it's yeah, well, we used to, you know, Bogan used to make this tripod. We we uh, I used to carry a I used to carry a uh, uh, hacksaw with me, and I you know I actually cut them off for people if they wanted me to, and uh, did a lot of that because when you have a center post up. It's a it's a monopod. It's no longer a tripod, and wind and shake and even even if you're not using a uh, cable release or self timer, when that camera's on a center post, if you press down the shutter button, it's going to move the camera. It's going to move it all the time. Yep. I see people D eight you know Nikon D eight fifties using center posts, and frankly, a lot of people who own D eight fifties shouldn't own D eight fifties. It's too good a camera. Every little little, it's like a large format camera. Every little um, nuance is going to show up on a file. And when that camera's moving on a center post, and you're on the Oregon coast, and the wind's blowing about twenty, thirty miles an hour, you're uh, in deep trouble. Yeah. Deep. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. speaking of tripods, speaking of tripods, how about when people have like a twenty-four millimeter lens, and the camera is at eye level. Um, you know, I, I probably have twenty, thirty thousand images made with wide-angle lenses, and about ninety-nine percent of them are shot at waist level or lower. Uh, they should rename um, wide-angle lenses "get low and cram into foreground lenses." Maybe people would understand how to deal with that. That's a little bit better, yeah. You know. <laughs> Um, one of the things that, that really get to me, and, and doesn't happen a lot, it happens once in a while. You know, I'm, I, 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 when, I, when I'm teaching a workshop and I maybe have seven people by myself, or whether it's with you or with Bill or somebody, and we may have 10 or 11 people, 
you know, there's always somebody who thinks, you know, that they know more than the leader. And sometimes they do, matter of fact, but <laughs> uh, which uh, <clears throat> is not good. But, you know, they'll start giving wrong advice and wrong advice is no good. Um, I sometimes have to be very tactful and correct that. Yeah, I mean, you have to correct the advice giver, and then you have to correct the person that got the wrong advice and set them back on the right path. Yeah. Be tactful about it. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, and and most of the time they mean well. You know, they're not they're not out to you know um, give bad information. It's just sometimes you have to you have to uh, fix that. For sure. Here's one. Here's one for you. A um, little bit more serious, but but I can't tell you how many times I witness other folks, other photographers trampling fragile ecosystems. And as a you know lover of nature and lover of landscape, we need to protect what we have. And too often, people just jump sign, jump fences, bypass signs because they want their shot. And uh, it happens. It happens. You it know, does. and that's. I've seen it, but you know, I just recently um, had a had to get a permit to do a workshop at Mount Rainier, and I had to take a test now from a, a, a group called Leave No Trace, which is an ecology group, and and they they mean well and they're good people and they're correct. Um, I said to the ranger, I said, you know, I said, uh, I said, I hate to, you know, sound like a smartass here, but you know, photographers really aren't the problem. Right. It's the tour bus. It's the tour buses that are coming in. You know, with hordes of people that are trampling the the ground and throwing stuff on the ground and breaking graffiti on trees and doing all sorts of stupid stuff. It's not really us. I think we tend to be a little better than the average. The, the average. I, yeah, I would say so. I've witnessed right. though. I've been out like in the uh, Painted Hills in Oregon and. If you leave the boardwalk and walk out on the pumice, your footsteps right. will last for thousands of years or hundreds of years. And I saw yeah. a photographer do just exactly that. And uh, How many times have you seen uh, workshop uh, ads in Death Valley where they show the uh, the group of people standing in the water on the playa? Oh, yeah. It, it happens a lot, and that's wrong. So, you know, I think not only are we teaching our groups uh, to make good photographs, I think we need to teach them how to be good stewards of the environment as well. So, you know, but people do that, photographers do that, and you're 100% correct, you know, 100% correct. You you know, one of my other pet peeves, and I see the images up on Facebook a lot, and I see, you know, people – you know, even on my workshops, we have a, you know, a halfway decent sunset and, you know, uh, maybe it's during a lecture when I'm giving a talk somewhere or something and people run out and they photograph the sunset through the trees. And it's really like no subject, just the sun, sunset. So like a sunset without a subject, I, I, I don't get. But It's like a Twinkie without filling. It is. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a, a, another thing that bothers me. <laughs> Speaking of food, you know, I don't eat cheese. So, like a cheeseburger, I always ask for a cheeseburger without the cheese. Inevitably, they put the cheese on. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, it's, it's like going to Europe and getting French fries without the sauce, like in Holland, yeah, they, especially. Yeah, mayonnaise. They use mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yeah. So, so how about how about um, the camera brand debates? Are you are you not sick of them? Oh, like uh, Nikon versus Canon, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and full frame versus APS-C. That's the that. one on my list. I'm so tired of the full frame APS-C conversation. Um, that one that one video from um, from Zach that he did about sensor size and image quality. I that keeps playing in my head. <laughs> yeah, that is Zach Arias. Um, yeah, if you guys haven't you know, seen that, go check it out. Google Zach Arias. A camera walks into a bar. It's hilarious, but it's very, very true. He really nailed it and hit it right on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's enough is enough. <clears throat> enough so, you is know, enough. so much of this is just dependent on what you're going to do with your images. And so many photographers just post to social media. You, you, all you need is an iPhone, right? You don't need a there's another, 50 There's another one. Mm-hmm. They walk up, you know, with their iPhone and they stand next to you. And they and they take the photograph, and then they show you the photograph in the iPhone. They go, pretty good, huh? <laughs> and you've got you know, you know, you've got all your thousands of dollars worth of equipment here. And they go, they go, you know, iPhone takes a good photograph. It really does if you know how to do it. Um, and for what like, it is, yeah. what is, and and someday it's going to be what we're using. Probably I don't know, but. Right now, I, 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 I just don't don't do that to me. I, I don't really need that. No. Um, boy, do we cover a lot of stuff here? We did. I, I think I, one of one of the pet peeves that I have um, about myself, I thought I'd throw myself on the list, is no, no matter when I go to the beach, I end up getting wet. No matter how high my boots are, even wearing waders, somehow. That's a good thing. So you're working hard. Yeah. But I yeah. just get wet, which I don't mind. That means you're working. It's like when I see people who they have their these tripods and ball heads without scratches on them. Oh, yeah. I, I, hey, you do that. You must not be working very hard, you yeah. know. And and, uh, and and clean sensors, it means you're not working very hard. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so it's all part of the thing. It is. Anyway, and, you know, and, and that's the thing. You know, our gear, or at least for us, I mean, they're just tools. They're a means to an end to capture this photograph. They're not in and of themselves coveted. You know, the one thing we didn't cover, and, and, and people who know me are going to say, you didn't cover the biggest thing that bothers you. And the biggest thing that bothers me um, is cropping. And, and I don't, first of all, let me back this up. I, I don't mind cropping. Um, we all do it a little bit. Um, <clears throat> if I have to crop more than 20% of the image, I, I, I kind of look at it as a piece of art. And to me, the fun of photography uh, is getting it is as right in the camera as possible, and you know I see this a lot with uh, mo- a lot of wildlife guys and bird bird folks. You know, you see this big picture of this bird, and you go, "Man, how do you ever get that?" But if you looked at the original file, a bird is like twenty percent of the image, and they just cropped it so mm-hmm. so. So tight that you know it's it's really you know not not what it was. And, you know, do we all take out telephone lines? You know, 
most of the time. And, you know, do we crop out pieces of, uh, if we have a dust bunny on the sky or something? Yeah, I mean, we all do that. I get that. And we all, you know, crop a little bit, but boy, more than 20%. Try to get it right in the camera. God forbid, you know, we don't walk a little bit and, and I- be photographers like, Maybe I'm just getting old, but like like it used to be in the good old days. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I definitely agree with you that uh, I'm, I'm kind of at that same threshold of around 20%. Um, I try not to crop too much, try to get it as right as I can in camera. And, you know, uh, if you're going to take a, a, an image and when you take it, you know, you say to yourself, okay, this is going to be a, 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 a one-shot panel when I'm done with it. You know, that's fine. I, I get that, that you took it with the intent of cropping it. But if you, you know, you have this little bird on the fence and, <clears throat> you know, you take it and crop it, now it's a, you know, it's a an eagle. Um, uh, I, I do have an issue with that. Well, you, you know, what's funny is going back to the D850, D800 conversation, I've, I've had people throw that up as an argument. Well, I've got so much information here. Yeah. I can crop it and still get great quality. Yeah. That's why I bought a 56 megapixel camera because I crop it in half and I still have more than you have. Uh-huh. Get it right. Be an artist. Yeah, that's the thing. Be an artist and, and get it right in camera. And and there's a lot. Everybody's different in that, and I get it. Um that's just your pet peeve and mine to a point. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, you know, I, I, there's just, I, I, I sat down thinking about this when we talked about doing this little talk here today. And I said, but I can come up with two, three things. I ended up coming up with all these things. Like maybe things bother me too much. Maybe I should not. You're, or you're just old. I am old. Yeah. Well, um, I think, I think the last one though too is, uh, how do you feel about the question, what setting should I use or what lens should I use? Yeah, you know, when we're on a workshop, I, I have no problem with that because, um, A, I'm used to it, and, B, the people who are with me, you know, I mean, I'm supposed to be, you know, the pro and the teacher, and they want to know if I were taking the image, what would I use? Um, John Shaw has the, the best answer. His answer is it all depends. And, you know, I always tell folks, I said, here's what I would use here. Here's what I'm going to use here. Uh, but, you know, that doesn't mean you need to use the, the same uh, the same lens or the same aperture or whatever. Uh, but that that really doesn't it, it does. It doesn't really bother me because the folks that are with me are there to learn and they're to pick, you know, pick our brains um, as to. You know how we would handle things, and and uh, now um, if I'm out and we're in the middle of the golden hour, which we have sometimes, you know, two minutes of great light, and somebody I don't know walks up to me and sees my uh, camera and says, "That's a pro camera. Huh? You must be a, a good photographer." And what setting are you using? Uh, at that point, you know, I, I think I'd rather just very politely to say, yeah, can, your tripod. yeah. Can I talk to you when the lights uh, bad here in about three minutes? And, uh, but they'll come up and they'll pass to you sometimes, but you know, for my workshop attendees, that's what I'm there for. So yeah. ask away. And it's all good. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, I think the last thing on my list is uh, saturation levels. So 500px is a great example. And I've just, over the years, I've watched how the images have just gotten more and more and more extreme from a color saturation perspective. Levels go both directions. I mean, sliders go both directions. Yes, they do. And it's, I understand people are trying to cut through the noise, but you're just looking at this wall. When you, when you go to 500px, you're looking at this wall of what I would term almost digital art. At this point, because things are so heavily manipulated that they almost don't look like photographs anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't looked at 500px in a while, but it, did, it was getting a little bit out of hand and not my bad. If, you know, no. want to do that, that's okay. Um, it, enjoy it, but uh, it's not, not my, my, my thing. Um, you know, I forgot one little thing, John. My, my, this is just my own little pet peeve, and it doesn't mean it's wrong when people do it. I have, a, a, I just don't like many of the images that people use trees to frame the subject in the image. There's a couple places it works. I get that, but it's just me. It doesn't mean it's wrong. That's what you do. God bless you. It's okay. Um, keep doing it. It's just me. I'm not. Uh, I'm not real thrilled so, about. So, so Jack, is it just trees, or is it anything framing the subject? Mostly, I don't know. It's mostly trees. All right. Mostly trees. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Mostly trees. Anyhow. Excellent. Anyhow, I think you know. I think that's enough. It's a good start, and folks, remember that these are just our opinions, and and opinions are like belly buttons. Everybody got one. <laughs> So don't take it personal. Just hope you laughed, enjoyed it, um, lighthearted stuff. And if you have any pet peeves that you'd like us to talk about on the next episode when we do Vents with Jack and John, send us an email to wetalkphoto at gmail.com. We're going to be doing an, this type of episode maybe three, four times a year. So give us your ideas. We'll hold them. We'll talk about them. Um, but, yeah, we'd love to hear what uh, what you guys want to vent about. Yep. And you can do that by sending an email to wetalkphoto at gmail.com. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll let you know we got it and keep it for posterity. Um, we do have a website too, by the way, and it's wetalkphoto.com. And, and you know, if you go there today, I'm looking at it right now. Um, there's some images up on top. We're, we're, this is still kind of a work in progress. We're trying to get our banner set the way we want it. And, and if the images are really good images, I know what they are, but they look like garbage up here for some reason. So um, don't look at it and say, why, why am I listening to these guys? They can't take a sharp photograph. Um, the images are really good, but the way they're there on the site right now is pretty horrible, and that's going to get corrected in a few days. So, you know. Yep, under construction. Just bear with us. Uh, that's what's going on. Anybody have a topic that they'd like to hear us talk about? Um, send us that as well. For okay. sure. And just the last reminder, don't forget to subscribe. We're... 
We're uh, available on all the major services, iTunes, Google, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, you know, you name it, all the major distribution channels. So subscribe to our podcast. We'll have, uh, actually, let's tease with coming up uh, the next episode we have, Jack. Who do we have? No, 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 no. Let's mm-hmm. tease it. Let's just say that we have an interview um, uh, coming up. Uh, we're going to interview somebody on the next podcast. And in fact, probably after that, um, we're going to interview, bring on um, someone in the industry that knows everything and everything about um, memory and memory cards, something that we all need to learn more about, uh, I find. And we're going to bring someone on from the industry to talk about that. You bet. That'll be exciting. Yeah, and like I said, we're going to record another one here next week um, with a with a dear friend, and uh, and and we'll just leave it at that. You'll all know who it is. Yep. 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 All right. Yep. So with that, we will both say thank you all for listening, and yep. we hope you have a great day. You guys take care. If you have any questions? Shoot us an email. We'll be here for you. All righty. Bye bye. See ya.